Boys in the Huddle Podcast, it's Ricky Trey and Doe back for another episode. Once again, we got my main man, Coach Buzz, out in Nebraska. What's going on, baby? What's going on, Tito? And today we got a very, very special guest out of Grandview, Missouri. Big 12 Conference Rookie of the Year. Big 12 all first team out of the University of Colorado. Drafted number 12 overall in the 2011 NBA draft. Nine year veteran, Mr. Alec Burke. What's going on, baby? Uh, what's up? What's up? What's Appreciate you hopping on, man. Recently, uh, you joined the 76ers. And I'm yeah. a lifelong Sixers fan, so we got to give that. <laughs> Some horns. <laughs> How's it feel to be in Philly? Oh uh, man, it's it's cool, man. Everybody showing me love out there. The city, you know, to my teammates, everybody, man. It's cool. City of brotherly love, man. You bring that yeah, that yeah. hard hat and that lunchbox. We going we going to love you, man. We yeah, going to love sure. you. So I want to touch on this NBA draft real quick because I don't know, Buzz, if if you noticed this. Am I tripping? If I say this might be the most, the deepest class of all time as far as producing talent. In 2011, we had Kyrie the Irving. 2011. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, Enos Cantor, Tristan Thompson, Valentunas, Kimball Walker, Clay Thompson. Then right after that, Mr. Alec Burke, the Morris Twins, Kawhi Leonard, Vucevic, Shumpert. Tobias Harris, Miritich, Reggie Jackson, Jimmy Butler, and the last pick in that draft was Isaiah Thomas. Is that not the deepest fucking draft of all time? Hold up, man. I didn't know that. Is that crazy? No, I didn't realize that. Kawhi was in that draft? Kawhi was in the draft. How does it feel to be a part of that class, man? You still going. I'm making the <laughs> argument that's the deepest class of all time. Fuck 1984. 2011 is the class. 96 with the beam, man. 96 was deep. 96 was deep too, but somebody can make an argument for 2011. So I got to start this off. Typically, we do a sucker OG segment. So I'm going to create a few scenarios, and everybody has to stamp it a sucker OG move. But we got to start with last night. Did y'all catch the dunk contest? <laughs> nah, I, 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 a little I, bit of, yeah, I yeah. caught it. I caught it. You didn't see it? No, nah, I didn't see it like that. <laughs> <laughs> you see what happened? No, nah, what happened? It was, oh, a, okay. it was an epic... <laughs> Dunk contest, probably one of the greatest of all time. And you know, oh, yeah, I saw you know, Gordon, Gordon got was mad. Right, you yeah, know, yeah. Gordon got snubbed. And Gordon was very mad. But here's what happened at the end. So they had a tie. So they were supposed to do a dunk off. The rules only state if there's a tie, then there's two more dunks in the bonus round. All the judges agreed that they were going to make it a tie. So they agreed who was going to score what so that they ended up with 48 points and they could call it a tie so both guys could win. Dwayne Wade didn't stick to the game plan. (laughs) Dwayne Wade decided 
to give Gordon a nine for the dunk over Taco Fall, which was amazing, to allow his Miami Heat brethren to win the dunk contest. Is that a sucker or an OG move by Mr. Dwayne Wade? That's his man, man. Loyalty is everything. Oh. <laughs> you stamping that an OG move? Yeah, I will hope Buzz will do the same thing if he was for me. <laughs> Damn. You're right about that. You're right about that. Damn. Buzz, you going OG too? I got to go OG. You heard what the man just said. <laughs> <laughs> If you know, I, and I would have to. I would have to. <laughs> I guess I got to be the only one. That's a sucker move. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got to think about it, though, Tito. It was kind of cold what he did. He just got up. He took his earpiece out. He said, I'm out this month. He was smiling the whole time. Aaron Gordon <laughs> has now been robbed. He's 0-3. He's probably the greatest dunker in the dunk contest of all time. He's number hey. one. They say Nick was robbed too, man, but it was just Mike's night. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that was some sucker shit. That's just my <laughs> personal opinion. But since the majority rules, it's no G move by D Wade, I guess. Damn. <laughs> Next one. Al Harrington's recently been doing his little run with his cannabis company, Viola. Shouts at him. If you know mm-hmm. Al Harrington, A.B., tell him to send us some product. We, we'd love to, <laughs> to give him a rating. <laughs> but he's been on his press run, and throughout he mentioned that the inaugural Big Three championship, that Kenyon Martin cried because he won a Big Three championship. Is that a sucker or an OG move? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stamp it something. Uh, championships bring out different emotions, I guess. I don't know. But is a big three championship really worth the tears? I, I don't know. I don't want to jump. I don't know either. Don't know. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Would you play in the big three once your career? Nah, once it once it over, it's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> No slight to, to Ice Cube at all, but nah, I agree with over, you. Over. I agree yeah. with you. Would you go to China though? Would nah, you do something like when that? It's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you saying it's a sucker move because you ain't crying over no damn, no damn big three championship. Clearly. <laughs> clearly, I don't show a lot of emotions anyway. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Neither do I. Buzz, what is it? Sucker OG. Tears for the big three. Oh, man. Damn, the big three championship. Um, I mean, he, he never really won any championship in the league, right? No, he didn't. Made no. it to the, made yeah, it to the so finals bad. with J. Kidd that one time, you know. Probably got so close, and he probably was probably feeling some type of way. For the, for the big three. <laughs> Yeah, for the big three, man. He was feeling some type of way. I mean, I'm just saying. That's like crying if you won an AAU championship. I mean, you're going to be happy. You're going to be happy. But... My, hey, they, they cried. My, my, my bro cried. Yeah. He cried a little bit. He cried a little bit when they won the Peace Jam. So is that a sucker OG move? I'm a, I'm a stamp it OG. I'm a stamp it mm, OG. Yeah. The OG. The OG felt some type of way, man. Yeah. He, he, 
he an OG. He, he probably never won shit, you know. Because he didn't win well, nothing at did. Kansas State either, right? He was at Kansas State, right? Not Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Cincinnati. I'm thinking about yeah. Beasley. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Beasley. Well, I'm no, going to have to be the they, only they, one. They, they made a run. They made a run, though. They did. I'm going to have to be the only one yeah. with some balls here and say it's a sucker move. <laughs> <laughs> it's a damn big three. First year. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> so next one, this next one is real interesting. So Lamar Odom recently signed on with a mobile application that will alert his wife if he's watching porn. It's called Covenant Eyes. <laughs> is that a suck OG move by Lamar for signing up as an endorser of the Covenant Eyes app if he's oh, watching no, porn? <laughs> Uh, that's about my age bracket. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let me yeah, ask, I got that one. Would you want? Would you want the app? Nah, I don't. I don't want to play them type games. Right. If you got to go through that, you probably shouldn't be together anyway, right? <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with me. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. What you got, bud? <laughs> Oh, man, that's, that's crazy. They have an app like they that? They have an app. It's called Covenant Eyes. Right. Is that an OG, it's an OG move? move? It's an OG move by the wife. It is an OG move <laughs> by, the by the wife. for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm going to give it to. Like, <laughs> she's a straight bully, though. You know, I'm going to say it's an OG move, too. Lamar has had some, some issues throughout his his life and you know he's trying to get right and right, he wants to make right. sure that he stays on the, the right path so i'm gonna give it og move too we're gonna stamp that og right. shout out to the mall yeah. hope everything is going well with you brother for sure for sure Most and then the next one this one is real interesting <coughs> so apparently when Kawhi leonard was planning to go to the clippers your man champagne poppy allowed him and Paul George to come to his house and plot their move <laughs> to the Clippers. Mr. <laughs> Toronto Raptors. Is that a sucker OJ move told you that. by the boy? It's, it's the <laughs> truth. It's out there. It's just the truth. <laughs> <laughs> them, them, them boss moves, you know. That's a boss move? Them boss moves. <laughs> them boss moves letting that happen. But he's the Mr. T- the Toronto. And Kawhi was yeah. with the Raptors. But it ain't his, nah, his yeah. business, right? Yeah, it's boss business moves. No matter what. A- I'm B- with that. A- B- stamped, uh, he stamped it. A.B. Yeah. stamping it OG. Yeah, for sure. Buzz, what you got? I'm, so, I, I, I truly feel like Drake once he he got that one with Kawhi, you know he was he felt good. He didn't he didn't you know didn't mind him leaving. So it was probably all good with him. So I'm gonna stamp it OG. You stamp it OG. Damn. Yeah, boss moves like you said. I mean, I guess my vote doesn't matter. I think it's some sucker shit. But <laughs> but why and, and why he got him he got him because he made everybody believe he was doing everything he could do to bring him back to the Raptors, and then what we find out is he's out in Calabasas with Paul George and Kawhi, plotting they move to the Clippers. I mean, it's a little, it's kind of some sucker shit. 
just a little bit. But y'all stand some, some other business involved. That's true. That, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's bigger than my pay grade. Right. That's <laughs> might have been some other business involved. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> so the last one here, and AB, you clearly uh, you played against Kobe. Not sure how well you knew him. Um, but we had recently Snoop Dogg. He said the things he said about Gail King, called her a funky dog head bitch, which was, 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 was maybe out of line. But then he came back and he apologized to Gail King this week. Is the apology a sucker or an OG move by, by Uncle Snoop? I know nothing this happened. Oh, you didn't hear about that? 1048. Yeah, 1048. Yeah, I ain't know. But, uh, Nah, I don't know. Sometimes you'll be mad enough to apologize for things you do wrong. That is that is that is true. But just just yeah. so if you didn't know, you know, Gail King yeah. had the interview with Lisa Leslie and said a lot of things about the Colorado case and you know the things that may have or may not have happened. And she was a little aggressive about what she thought Kobe's involvement might have been. Rubbed a lot yeah. of people the wrong way. Snoop came out, had the things to say about her, which is kind of disrespectful, but, you know, that's how he felt because people are wrapped up in the emotion of Kobe. And yeah. he was pretty he was pretty aggressive towards Gail, but then came back and apologized. Um, I mean, I just hate when people say something in this day and age, they just know they can apologize five seconds later and it'll be all good. You know what I mean? Right. That's how it be. So the apology is OG move by AB. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go OG too. Like he knew what he had to do. You see them those Snoop Dogg Market Store commercials are coming out. So, oh, you think some of the corporations might have gotten his ear? <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah, I, that that could be mm-hmm. very true. So you know, I'll go so. ahead and stamp that OG move too, because he was out of line. It's an elder black woman. You got it right, right. We can't, we can't. Two wrongs don't make it right, and that's right. kind of what he said. Right. So he now, had to. AB, it was funny at the time. AB, <laughs> it was yeah. funny at the time. It was definitely funny at the time. Right, right. But AB, how much did you did you know Kobe? Uh, I know you played against him a few times, especially out in Utah. Uh, how did you feel? when you heard he passed and then what what was the relationship was it just mostly professional yeah it was probably more professional i really had no outside relationship i talked to him maybe like once outside the court mm-hmm. he showed love that's pretty much it but you know just it's just sad just being a father i have a daughter just that's that's just it differently the minus the basketball stuff just right. being a father having a daughter that's why it's real sad yeah, and when we heard that Gigi passed with him, I think that took it just the the grieving yeah. to another level, you know. That's just sad, man. Nobody wants to go through that. It's just sad he had to. Right, and the family definitely still playing yeah, and feeling for him. Yeah, it's crazy. How good was Kobe? Oh, uh, elite. Me and Buzz talk about it. <laughs> I got that <laughs> footwork like it. Uh, I think I don't. Oh, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Here yeah, go. he was elite, man. Being being forever, he was elite. Now, when you had to guard him, did you notice it was something different? Was it intimidating, or what was that whole process like? Nah, it wasn't intimidating. You know, you come in the league to play against the best. 
but you know he was built different. You know, mm. just the way he worked, the way the focus he had, you know, everything about him. He on both sides of the ball too, so he was ready for any and everybody. And you came in the league right around the time when Kobe was at his height, 2011. Is he yeah, the he was, guy that you looked up to? Is because I keep hearing that you know this generation he was, he was y'all Jordan. Was that how you felt uh, about him? Was he the guy that inspired you as well? Uh, I mean, he was probably the Jordan of my generation. But I'm a I'm a big Mellow fan. Mm. I'm a big Mellow fan, and yeah, that's my butt laughing. I'm a, I'm, a big, <laughs> I'm a big Mellow fan. So that was my guy. Yeah, Mellow. I'm glad he's back in the league. Me too. The way they were doing him was was foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He deserved it. Yeah. So, but you know, it all it all worked out. So let's get into your journey into the league. You know, just growing up in Missouri. Um, what was that? What was that journey like? Because you know, a lot of the larger markets get more recognition. If you're in L.A., New York. Maryland is hot. Um, what at what point did you feel like I actually have a chance to go to the NBA? Uh, probably college after my freshman year. I, you know, I want like you said, I won a freshman of the year award. In the summer, I went to like some big time camps, and I really held my own against the best players in the country. And that's when I knew like I can I can make this my livelihood, my make this a living. So it I left school the next year. It didn't hit you until college? Because I would think maybe yeah, in high year. school it would have been like, all right, I got a chance. But it wasn't until nah. college. Yeah, high school, I mean, everybody good in high school. Mm. So college separates a lot of people, I feel like. And then if you separate again, it's when you make it to the next level. So I think that's what it was. So and, and let me ask you this, because me and Buzz, I coached AAU. I got a player right now in 11th grade. And me and Buzz spoke to him over the summer because – we're trying to get him to go to a certain high school where he yeah. was going to get recognition, St. John's High School in Maryland. Is yeah. that important? Is it important to what school you're going to go to in high school, or do you think if you're good, you're good, and they're going to find you? Yeah, I think if you're good, you're good. I know a lot of people switch schools now. I guess that's the thing to do, but, or reclassify or whatever, classify up. I don't know how it works. No, I, went, <laughs> right. and, and I don't like that. I do not like that. <laughs> They're reclassifying at like fourth grade to try to prepare. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just I'm in my right grade. Went to the high school around my house, you know. So it just happened to work like that for me. So you didn't go to like a you didn't go to like a big time high school. <laughs> nah, you just went to a local even, public school. I went to the one that was closest to my house. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Wow, <laughs> no, for real, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you School feel about the for how do you feel about the fifth year prep when kids will go through high school, do their four years, and then they'll prep for the fifth year? Do you think that's um, something that is, some, is doable? At first, I wasn't feeling it, but I've seen some younger kids that I know do it, and it worked out a lot for them. So I kind of like it for some people, not everybody. I'm more it's with a that. Your situation, yes. Yeah. If I know you, know your situation, and work, I'm cool with it, but. It, I don't know you like that. You just doing it just cause. Yeah, the thing, the problem is, is that there's a lot of kids that go prep that aren't. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like they're gonna be that same player. You know, they're just so wasting, they're just their, wasting time. their time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm much more with the 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 prep school thing. I coached AAU and I was coaching at a, a much younger level, and you would see kids reclassifying at fourth grade. 
to where now we're playing <laughs> against a sixth grader, sometimes a seventh grader against my fourth grade team. It's just like, what are we doing here? What's going on? So then you get drafted, number 11, into the NBA. How did that moment feel? Yeah, it was crazy. It was everything I could dream of, man. Just a lot of hard work, long nights, you know, all the, a lot of different emotions I felt that night, you know. He, he was prepared because, you know, he had a really good coach and, you know, Coach Buzz. You know, Here you go. And so... You know, he was ready to roll, Tito. <laughs> Are we referring, referring to Bertram Carruthers? Is that who we're referring to? Yeah, you know, he had a great coaching mentor with Mo Can. And, uh, you know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. I'm here. That program is pretty elite. Mo, was he with the Mo Can? Uh, it's the Mo Can elite? Yeah, yeah, I started yeah, that my my team. <laughs> oh, you started he did. that? He, 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 was, he was one of the inaugurals, yeah. Oh. Interesting. And then we've had yeah. some big time alums since then, so shouts to you for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then now you get drafted by Utah. Now, I think most black people have their feelings <laughs> about going to Utah. What yeah, was that yeah. experience like? Was that a, a major transition? Was it not as bad as we may perceive? Or what was that like? Tito, uh, have you been to Grandview, Missouri before? <laughs> I haven't. It was, uh, I mean, it was cool. I mean, people got their own, you know, take on it, you know, but I was there eight years. So, I mean, they ain't showing show me nothing but love. So mm. I ain't got nothing. I couldn't say nothing bad about the city, but it is culturally different. If you ain't been out there, you know, it's culturally different than what I'm used to growing up. But I adjusted well to it and, you know, it was the second home. Man, a great, great fan base. Yeah, great fan base, great people just in general. Yeah. So it was cool. But, you know, it's interesting because I noticed guys that go to those, you know, smaller market teams tend to excel because my thought process is not a lot to do out there but to focus and concentrate on the game. If you remember Chris yeah. Webber went to Sacramento. Before that, he had struggles, right? He didn't really get his game off until he went to a market like Sacramento. Rasheed Wallace, until he went to Portland, then we start to see him really start to take off. Even Donovan Mitchell, he wasn't really well-known coming out of college. He goes to Utah, and he's an all-star. Is there something to that, being in the smaller market and really just having basketball to focus on? Yeah, I think it played a part, you know, just – I know it helped me. And I was 19 when I got drafted and I got came into money and all that type of stuff. I'm glad I was in a situation, you know, in Utah where it wouldn't have any distraction, but just play basketball. That's what I needed. Mm. I don't think if I was 19 and got money and went to Miami, it'd be the same story. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, that that's definitely true. Miami probably yeah. would, would throw you off a bit. And then I've also yeah. had this this thought process of, of where you go. Because I always tell, I always have this argument with people around uh, Rajon Rondo. He went to yeah. a great situation to where now he's still in the league and, you know, his name is still relevant. But to say Rondo got drafted by the Clippers back then when the Clippers were terrible, we may not be knowing who he is today or have a conversation about him. How important is that being initially put into the right situation? Yeah, I think it's probably the most important thing. You, I know people want to be high 
draft picks, you know, because of the money, different type of money. But the fit is important because if they don't see you fitting, they'll get rid of you because it's mm. a business at the end of the day. So I think the fit is the most important thing. And kudos to you because you're still here nine years later. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome, man. <laughs> So now you're with the Philadelphia 76ers. As I, as I mentioned, I'm a lifelong Sixers fan, so definitely happy to have you in the city. And, but you were you were with Golden State. Yeah. Where clearly Steve Kerr is recognized as one of the best coaches in the league. And I'm going to be honest with you. You don't have to comment. Brett Brown is not. <laughs> what is the... Is it is a noticeable difference from one locker room to another, or is it pretty consistent throughout the league? Uh, I think Ghost State was more laid back, you know, championship pedigree, so it's more laid back. They know what they're doing about. You know, Philly's still trying to f- figure it out, you know, but they got great talent. We got great talent in the locker room. Coach is cool, you know, he's just more, probably like more upbeat than Coach Curtis, you know, just because they got eight different people. So, but you know, it's just it's probably different every every locker room, you know. Mm-hmm. So Brett Brown, from what you know, because you only been there a couple of weeks, yeah, is pretty a, up is pretty upbeat in how he manages the players. I guess he's is more of a, a player coach. I think from what I know, Kerr would be a players coach as well, right? Yeah, Kerr definitely more because he was a player, right? You know, so right. he's been through it. He been through every level off office coach player, so. He know he know it like that, you know. I think he's more player coach, but you know, Brett is too. You know, he get he get with the best of his guys too. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I just think there's some inexperience from you know not being a player. You know, he was under Popovich for a lot of years. We hear we hear rumors as fans about him not having um, the most extensive playbook and. Just the you know certain things that we hear about is somewhat of a head scratcher, especially through the past few years in the playoffs. Uh, hopefully, you know you're excited about. I guess in Golden State you wouldn't have been in the playoffs this year. Uh, most likely you'll be in a playoff situation. Are you looking forward to that? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think playoff play basketball is always you know exciting, intense. You know the best team is playing, so <clears throat> I'm looking forward to it. So here's what I think. This is a blessing in disguise for you. Yeah. Because now this is going to be like your March Madness. Yeah. <laughs> These next three months, because you remember it was certain cats, they get to the tournament, didn't have a huge name for themselves, and then they ball out, and then they like a yeah. top five pick in the, in the draft yeah. the next year. <laughs> now you get the opportunity to get the exposure be on national TV, and the Sixers need a player just like you. So yeah, what I'm in, like that, like that. what I'm gonna need you to do is get the Lamar Odom app. <laughs> abstain from sex for the next four months. <laughs> get the app and abstain from sex for the next four months. Wake up early, do your workout before practice, and the workout before the game, like the Mamba used to do. <laughs> And then that's going to get you at least fifteen million next year because your contract is coming up, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's my, I'm in a contract year. You're in the contract year. You got to eat clean, abstain <laughs> from sex, no alcohol, and we're gonna we're gonna get you fifteen million next year. 
What you think about that? <laughs> I'm I'm serious. This is this is God's plan. God's plan. This is God's act. This is God's act. This is God's act. We just act as in it. You dig? No, I'm, I'm saying these three months, we look at it like your March Madness. You got. We know you want Philly to win. Man. We know. We get it. We get it, dog. Of course, I'm biased. Okay. Of course, yeah. I'm biased. But that's why I think the player that Alec Burke is can really help this team, especially leading that second quarter and demanding minutes by the work ethic that they're going to see you put in. And then that's going to lead to a 15, 20 million next year. And if everything, if you follow my plan and it works out, if you want to throw me a million, that's fine. <laughs> Look, man, that's how I feel. He, he can help any team. Like, as long as you let him rock, he'll be all right. So, Philly, let him rock. Philly, let him rock. You hear that, Brett Brown? Let him rock. <laughs> So now we just got a few questions to learn a little bit more about Alec Burke. Yeah. Who is the toughest person you had to guard in the league? Uh, probably Kobe. I'm going to go with Kobe. Mm. Yeah, Kobe or James Harden, they both tough. Mm. That was the last time you were in the playoffs, right? You called Houston? Yeah. I had to check them. Is James Harden cheating out there with all the multiple step backs? So he did what? He is did he, multiple step backs. Is the step, are they travels? Do y'all look at his players like, yo, this is some bullshit. This thing is cheating. Nah, he just, he mastered the move that nobody could do, really. It mm. just it just looked different. Mm. So James Harden and Kobe, toughest, toughest guards. Yeah. I can get with that. What play in the league do you dislike? Mm. I don't know. I don't be getting my feelings like that. So <laughs> to dislike somebody, this is the the league for real. You should I, dislike I, I, Dame, Dame Lillard. He was killing you the other day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding you because you still had the thirty ball. Yeah, what you talking about? Yeah, I already know. I already know. I already know. <laughs> no, I don't dislike nobody. I, I, yeah. I heard a rumor that you may not care for Paul Pierce too much. Who <laughs> me? Oh, <laughs> That's what <laughs> I heard. That was, that was old. I was younger back then. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, what happened? That, was hyping me. What happened? Uh, what happened that there may have been a scenario that you may not have liked Paul Pierce for a second? No, nah, I just I hurt my ankle. He he hit me in the air and I hurt my ankle. That's all it was. I was just mad about that. Do you think That's that had an effect on your career in any way, or or not really? Uh, I mean, I had to go. I had an injury, so I mean, yeah, I guess it was meant to happen, though. You know, mm. things things are something just supposed to happen. So you know, never question God's plan. That's what they say. This is God's so, act. Right. We just act as in it. There it is. Yeah, I did it was, have some towards that. <laughs> For sure, I did. Yeah, I did. I think I had more. Yeah, I really had. I think I had. I ain't even go up front. 
The rumor I heard right. was that you put the hit out on him with Benzino. He got stabbed up. That's what I heard. <laughs> Benzino. <laughs> that was That's what I heard. Benzino. That's not no I truth to like that. Benzino. Nah, that was, that was all buzz. That was buzz. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even like Benzino. <laughs> Nobody no, really likes Benzino, that. but he stabbed <laughs> Paul Pierce up. So I heard Alec oh, had. That was, oh, yeah, that, that was happened? that was Benzino. Oh, Remember Paul Pierce got stabbed up in Boston? Yeah, 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 but I didn't know that was him. Yeah, that was Benzino. Oh wow, that's crazy. I heard, I heard Alec. I heard Alec. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. Allegedly, all allegedly, 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 all that stuff. I don't know. I, all I know is I don't listen to Benzino. I listen to real hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of real so, hip hop, uh, AB, I heard that you're a big Jay Z fan. Top man, three, my man. top three <laughs> Hove albums. One to Ooh. three. Ooh. Songs or albums? Albums. Uh, first one, Reason of Doubt gotta be one. Mm-hmm. Took, took, that gotta be one. For me, two, probably Black Album. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Uh, number Interesting. Two. Number two. Uh, Ooh, yeah, okay. two. I'm like crazy. And three, probably volume one. Nah, nah. Three, my favorite is the mixtape. People sleep on the mixtape. What mixtape? Which one? The one with the uh, with the uh, Joe Budden freestyle. S dot collection. Yeah, S dot collection. Ooh, that's an interesting pick. So For you're sure. going with Reasonable Doubt, Black Album, and the S. Mm. Carter mixtape. That's no. I'm, I'm gonna change my Black Album to uh, Volume One. Volume One. Volume One. Wow. Interesting. Volume one no blueprint. No blueprint. No blueprint. No, no blueprint. Tough, tough. This this is me. It will hit me different. No, no, no. Absolutely. Right, right, absolutely. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. But so, blueprint is Goldie. I'm interested to know what. On volume one, give, give me your favorite song. Mine's Imaginary Place. What's your favorite joint? I can't hear you. What are you talking about, man? On volume one. Volume one. Imaginary, imaginary Players is my favorite record. What's your yeah, favorite record yeah. off of volume one? I'll probably go with Streets that. of Watching. Streets of Watching, volume one. I mean, not volume Streets of Watching, Imaginary Players. That's probably my favorite, too. I can't pick between them. So okay. Kids. Right, 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 right. Buzz, what's your to top me? three? Uh, you don't hear it. Go reasonable, <laughs> doubt. <laughs> reasonable doubt without question. I'm gonna go. You know, I really like. I'm gonna go blueprint, and then and then black. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised at the blueprint black album love. That wasn't never really. I love the that album, album that did it for me, except for Allure. Allure, really? Allure is one of my top five Jay Z songs of all time. Yeah. I mean, that's like Allure. You had, uh, you had, um, what more can I say? Oh, here you harmonizing, nigga. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Alec Burke's number one sneaker of all time. What's your favorite sneaker? 
Like basketball sneaker? Basketball, uh, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Yeezy. It's just sneaker in general. Stay true to the brand. Oh, you're with Adidas currently. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Yeezy. Which one? What's what's Yeezy? Uh, I'm a 700 guy. I like the 700s. E- each version, B1, V2, V3. Okay. I like 700s. So, uh, do, do they just send those to you? Is that how that works? In so many words, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If there's ever any leftovers, just just let me know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you know, buzz right from a ten to a fifteen. <laughs> and what is your favorite TV show currently in all time? Uh, currently, I just finished you with my wife. I think that was crazy. Both ones, the, the first Netflix, season and the second season. Both, yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah, that was nutty. That was nutty. And then all time is Wayne's Bros. <laughs> 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 that's my favorite. That's, that's definitely a good one. That. Yeah. So you're not an obsessive power fan like Buzz, who thinks that's the greatest oh, show of all time. Man, he is uh, obsessed with power. Man, <laughs> I think Snowfall better than Power though. Yo, we just became best friends, but I've been trying to tell Uh-oh. Buzz this shit for months. Snowfall uh, is ten times better than Power. Yeah, for sure. Snowfall. I mean, Power first couple of seasons was cool. I think they're drawing it out now. It's terrible. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's terrible. Snowfall is up there, and The Wire, to me, is the best yeah, television of all too. time. But Snowfall yeah. is rivaling hey, what about, I thought, Alec, I thought you liked Marty Marr. Marty Marr? This, uh, Martin? Martin? Yeah, yeah, Martin's good, too. I mean, he said Marty. Yeah, I thought I was talking oh, about gangster yeah. shows now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, power is good, but Snowfall is all right. I mean, yeah, it's good. Snowfall is great. Nigga, I put you on Snowfall. <laughs> Cut it out. He loved power, though. So, you know, he ain't going, he ain't going outside power. I'm like, this is the worst writing I've ever seen in TV history. And Buzz loves it. And me and Buzz are trying to work on this movie. We can't agree on anything because he likes... He likes to sensationalize everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> this ain't going to work. <laughs> so you like Hove, but what are you listening to some of the newer artists? Are you are you into the, the Rowdy Riches and those guys out uh, there? What's, what do you like? I like, <clears throat> I like Rowdy Rich. I mean, I like a lot of different music. I like my friends rap. I listen to them. So, oh, I you mean, got some, you got a label? What's going on? Nah, I ain't got. I ain't that serious. <laughs> <laughs> I show love because they show me love. That's song. Are they are they from Kansas or yeah, they're from Kansas City? Yeah. Okay, okay. So, are you in the tech nine? I'm in budget always about tech nine. Nah, I don't, I don't like. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like, I like, I like him, Just because he was from Kansas City. Bud, you yeah, always like, talk about Tech Nine. It was ridiculous. Just because he was from Kansas City. Yeah, he was from Kansas City, yeah. I, I love that part about it. He don't yeah. showing everybody that love. Like, I had to rap. Yeah, I don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know when you go off to college, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And like, you're up there in, in Colorado. I'm out there in Hampton. You know, you just got to rep your city. Like, even if you don't listen to it, like, yo, put this Tech Nine on. 
<laughs> nobody, nobody wanted to hear that. <laughs> no, I respect them for his business acumen, but yeah, I about to say yeah, yeah for sure. Man. But yeah. as far as the the lyrics and the and the beats, it, nobody wanted to hear that. Whatever, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you say Roddy Rich, like, are you into the new age music? The the a boogies with the hoodie, or do you kind of yeah, like, like to stay? A, a, you like I a like, boogie? Uh, yeah, I'm only really uh, order hip I listen to is whole for real. I don't really get into nothing else like besides whole. So because mm. I feel like whole is telling my life, you know, through the rap, and I can see that. So so no Nas, no no you don't know, nah, nah. I don't bump. I mean, when whole funk mess with the mess when I I don't start laughing. I mean, I'm true to Damn. <laughs> So, and then I listen to my friends just because I, I I can see you know it's real rap I, I know what they went through so I can I seen mm. it actually what they rap about you know what's their names? Uh, my man Scritch, just a little Scritch, little Wang. I mean that's the stuff I call them. Okay. So they got music out on um any of the streaming yeah, services. Yeah, tied on Apple Music and yeah streaming services. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out for sure. So we're going to wrap this thing up because I know you got to get out to the All-Star game. Um, what's, what's next as far as the rest of this season and the rest? Uh, how would you like to see the rest of your career play out? We're at season nine. How many more years uh, would you like to play? This, and then what's uh, next? Um, I'm going to play as long as I can. And then see, I don't know how long that is right now. Got weather in a long time. Right. And then just take every day, see what happens, you know. After that, I don't know what's, what's going on after that when I'm done playing. Just seeing my daughter grow up, being mm. my family. That's and, probably it. And you got one <laughs> daughter right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, what'd you, what'd girl you dad. Laugh and laugh at Buzz. That's probably it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but me well, and Buzz. Tito, Tito, he, he will definitely have a long, long career, you know. You know, 15 years. He's got a great trainer. So, um, <laughs> trainer's been with him for for eight of those nine years. And who's the trainer? You ain't talking really about good. you. Are you not talking about you? Are you? <clears throat> anyway, go ahead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you and Buzz know each other? Let's hit it on that. What's it really? Because Buzz brought youngin'. you here today, and I appreciate that. How do y'all know each other? That's my youngin. That's your young boy. <laughs> In Philly, we say young nah. boy. So you guys say that's your young boy. Yeah. <laughs> the Momokan team, the AU team, that's how I met him through. His, his uh, brother-in-law, Matt Starr, they came and found me at, in Grandview. That was for like 15 years ago, I want to mm. say. So, like, yeah. 15 yeah, or 14 maybe. years ago. I was like 15, 16. I'm 28. So, yeah. But, yeah, between now so 14 years. Damn. You know, I think, something like that. And it all started with Damn, AAU just, basketball. But, uh, I was, yeah, hey, Steve, was fresh out of college. I was fresh yeah, out of he college. Was, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was a wild boy, man. Yeah, he's still a wild boy. <laughs> nah, he, he ain't built like that no more. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> he, he ain't built like he's that. He's saying no you old now, Buzz. Uh, it comes, uh, Father Tom is undefeated, him. man. How, how you think he learned everything, man? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, that's how I met him. You know, he just was around and he coached, and then we just, I really, I took him under my wing after that. Isn't he? <laughs> I, got that I got that work, Tito. I got that work. Here you go. 
<laughs> well, maybe we, we had to get uh, we might have to get Al on the phone with Muhammad because you couldn't convince him. We might have to get him on the phone and <laughs> talk some sense into him. Got this kid, man. He's nice. He's um getting D one offers, and when I had him, he could barely dribble. And it's just amazing. Mother don't want to give me no credit. I coach I coach for three years, and I got two D one prospects right now. Both of them yeah. getting D one offers. And we were a grassroots program. We wasn't no big time team. We we played against the team takeovers and all those guys out in Maryland. And this out of twenty players, Alex, I got two. You're right. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just in mask on the low. I'm just in mask on the low. <laughs> but yeah, if you need a barber out in Philly, let me know. If you need a nutritionist or a trainer, <laughs> let me know. I'm from the area. I'm out in Charlotte now. So I know y'all coming to Charlotte next month. So if you, you know, have a ticket on the side or something for me, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> By then you'll be running the team, I'm sure. And if you and if you know, um see I got a problem with those all the smoke guys, Steven Jackson and, and Matt Barnes. They're trying to steal my thunder. So if you know oh, them, yeah. tell them that I got I want to see them. All right? You got beef with them like I that? Got I like that them. show. I got beef I with like them. I like that show. Because you like it, but my shit was first, and they be, they be peeping into I be seeing them in my Instagram story. I be seeing uh, Ryan Hollins. <laughs> I be seeing all of them. And because we're a smaller <laughs> show, they be trying to take our stuff. And they took the premise of their show, and they made theirs. I do like their show, though. I will say that. I do like their show. Yeah. I don't Matt like... Matt Barnes is good. Matt Barnes is my, good. Yeah, Stephen Jackson just be sitting there high as hell. He don't even say nothing. I don't know what the <laughs> hell is going on. But I don't like the Q Richardson and um, Darius Miles show. They're terrible. What? You don't like that? They're terrible. Right. They got good guests, but they're terrible. Now, I'm just going to keep it funky. It's enough for everybody. Yeah, I about to say, it's enough food out here for everybody. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Well, you tell Baby Big Dog we want him next because I was a big fan of his father. I'm talking oh, yeah, about Mitt yeah, Robinson man. III. I know that's your homie. Yeah. That's my man. So me, for you, sure. and Buzz and him going to get together out in Vegas for Summer League, and we're going to do a show. <laughs> we're going to make it happen. <laughs> Buzz ain't welcome in Vegas. <laughs> uh oh, we got a Vegas story. Uh, nah, nah, man. <laughs> nah, he good. He with me. He good everywhere. That's what's up. I pre- I love the loyalty. I appreciate you jumping on. We definitely appreciate you, man. And anything I can do for you out in Philly, let me know. And check out Gitano's uh, Cheesesteaks in South Jersey, Willingboro, New uh, Jersey. Okay. Gitano's yeah. Cheesesteaks are the best cheesesteaks. In the nation. Everybody will tell you it's in Philly. Now, Jim's is good, yeah. too. Jim's is good, too. But Gitano's Cheesesteaks in Penny Packer, Willingboro, New Jersey. Look it up and yeah. go to Gitano's and get you a cheesesteak after the season. Not right now. <laughs> right you now, know, we're eating know, clean. I know Jersey was that close to Philly until I went there last week. That's crazy. Where'd you go in Jersey? Where'd you go in Jersey? Missouri. The, the oh, it's like that. It's like yeah, that. Practice the city in Camden. Oh, in Camden. Jersey. Yeah, 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 in Camden. Yeah. Exactly. My man, Jason Harrigan, I go, yo, he coaches at Camden High with Rick Brunson. Rick Brunson yeah. is the uh-huh. um, head coach at Camden High. Uh, his son is, what's his son's name? The Brunson and the Mavericks. Yeah. Jalen yeah. Brunson. Yeah, so he's coaching at Camden High, is his father. So 
I got a good network out there, man. If you ever get bored yeah. or need something to do, let me know. I can I can connect with some good people out there. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, Buzz. It's like Kansas, Missouri, like state line. Like you live yeah. past that toll. You in Jersey? It's crazy. Yeah, because I'm yeah. originally from South Jersey, so the cheesesteak oh, yeah. place I'm talking about is 15 minutes away from Philly. Uh, okay. And where you where you where they got you staying at? Are you in the city or are you in the? Suburbs? Yeah, I was in the city. I was just I was at the uh, you know they built a new Four Seasons right downtown the sky. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was staying there with last week, so. I ain't got a place out there yet. Okay. I would recommend yeah. staying in, in South Jersey. Cherry yeah, Hill. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, Cherry, Cherry Hill. Hill. The area. Uh, yep. A lot of people live out there. Yep, yeah. yep. And that'll get you closer to the cheesesteak spot after the yeah. season. <laughs> 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 right now, it's no sex, no alcohol, all salads <laughs> and egg whites, nigga. <laughs> hey, that's a, hey, look, that's not what Mike did. He was okay. Right, cool. Jordan. Oh shit. We're not... <laughs> hey, but that's what Kobe did. It's about the mama mentality right now. Mama mentality. We locking right. in. We right. locking. We locking in. Well, we appreciate you, man. Safe travels out there to Chicago. Hopefully, we can connect in Charlotte when you send me those free tickets. And uh, <laughs> either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the huddle. We'll see y'all next time. A.B. Uh, Alec Burke, appreciate you, baby. No problem.